Hello and welcome to episode number 253 of the Armin Show podcast. It is me, Armin. This show continues forward. This episode has no other guest. Just me. I would take away takeaways from other podcasts I have checked out in the way they intro and outro. And if you want to leave a subscribe or a comment or this episode is sponsored by whatever... At some point, I may do that, but it has not been my style. I talk as I tend to communicate, and that's my form. And then when there's no guest, this is my form. You know me. If not, check episode, like, maybe 80, somewhere in there where it was mostly me. Regardless, welcome to the show. Glad to have you on here. In 2020, audio is one of the top forms of output that people like to input you possibly and a lot of people refer to their guests as hey you guys so you guys like audio and i'm recording audio this episode is not in video i repeat this episode is not in video but it will have more life than some of my episodes of the past because remember it's a show this is something i always forget if people wanted straightforward information Libraries would be packed in normal times, but they're not. So there's information, but then there's a little bit of an entertaining quality. There is a shared communication. There's more than just what I'm saying. It's how I'm saying it. It's the facial gestures I am doing while I'm saying it. No, that's a joke because you can't see those. Glad to have you on here. Continuing to listen to what we put out there, which is me. As far as the we. This episode I want to cover a few current topics. Because there's very little that is currently applicable in a large scale. On the planet. It almost seems redundant to discuss it. But as far as the show I haven't mentioned it because it wasn't a thing until now. The pandemic that is sweeping the world. Now... This is the same kind of pandemic predicted slash described by Bill Gates back in 2016 in his famous TED Talk and by many epidemiologists in recent years. But as we know with most items presented by those who are, whether they're scientists or researchers, economists, it doesn't hit home for the vast majority until it hits home for the vast majority. So, in this case, it has hit home. A lot of people around the world have already been impacted, and greater impacts are definitely on the way, especially in my nation, or one of the examples is my nation, the United States. It's about to really ramp up the damage that it does to my local people and hospitals are not prepared for the swift changes that are about to take place even though they know what's coming there's way too much lack of equipment lack of healthcare workers and so on to adjust to the breathing or health impacts caused by the virus on a few because the numbers are too large The main two features of it are exponential gains 
and lag time. If 25% growth occurs in number of cases of the virus for people who have it by day, that is a very rapid growth. And then the lag time is because symptoms don't show up for a week, two weeks. So in that time, people have passed on more and more. Those two things combined mean that Everybody who is currently doing separation of people around the country and world are only impacting the graph or the growth rate of the virus two, three, four, five, six weeks out from now. That lag time means that the numbers you see each day are a lagging indicator. I don't know if I've left out some main points as I've described it. I tend to jump straight into the thing I'm describing. But yes, a virus has taken over and there's no cure for it currently. I like to focus on the broad details of things. The actual name or the country or the... I don't like to go into specifics because what is the name of a country? It's a name given to a country. What is... Most specifics... We use as labels. Anyway, separate from that, the there's side impacts, huge side impacts. The economies of many countries have been shut down. That one is a separate concern for people around the planet. How does that get ramped back up? The social separation between everybody. Obviously, we have great video technology at this time. But there is a, the, the term they're using is social distancing. That's what it is. And we are social creatures. So it's counter to us as creatures. This would not have as much of an impact on foxes. If I remember correctly from one book, foxes are not social creatures. Now, what does that mean? They don't care what the other fox is doing. I think it was foxes. If it wasn't, there's other animals that would fit into this category. They would just look at the other animal and no concern. Like, you're not part of my, what I do. Humans, on the other hand, we are all part of what each other do. It's like one collective brain, the collective consciousness. And so, social distancing is a huge deal in regards to that so then the question is how do we make our way through it some people are set up in a good social position for this with a partner or a tight-knit group that's sticking together or family members those individuals are better off in this moment. Obviously, it's still not ideal for them. Then there's different gradations of people that are not with any of those elements. And they are more disconnected. And so the social isolation is even more impactful. There's multiple elements to look at. We value relationships 
And so, it, oh, and this was another thing connected to it. I thought about this. When it comes to something that's an extreme condition or a big change, the main thing is whatever you did before that big change on the good end is magnified and whatever you did on the bad end is magnified. What do I what do I mean by that? If you put yourself in a good position with your housing arrangement or your social connections or your fitness or your finances, now in this paused moment where the whole world has stopped or shut down, this that quality is magnified. You're in a comfortable setting in regards to any of those. If you didn't tend to any of these things or some health issue you might have had separate from the virus, now it's that's also magnified. Let's say somebody had to get their tooth checked and put it off or something with their vehicle or whatever. Now that's magnified. Now it's like much more difficult to do that thing or you have to postpone it to month away from now, whatever it might be. So what would have been a smaller thing and would have left you in a good position then becomes a large thing, could potentially get worse along the way. Uh, a big separation happens in these key moments between those who were in a position for it and those who were not. Those who were caught off guard and those were not who were not as much. There's a separation there. Most of the news right now, if not nearly all of it, is about this virus because of its impact on people, the numbers that are about to show up as far as infections and people passing away due to lack of intensive care unit beds, things such as this. So what does that mean? Other things are being put to the side. A lot is being put to the side right now. That is an understatement, frankly. A lot, lot, lot is being put to the side in our world because it's not a high priority. Even in hospitals, anything that all kinds of surgeries, even things related to cancer or what would normally be very important procedures are being stepped to the side to make way for the overwhelming virus infection rate that is about to hit and the patients that will be coming in by the hundreds, thousands, and large numbers. Large numbers, very, very large. One thing separate from that is in these, there's these key moments in life. This is one of them because there were many months prior to this, everybody could go about their daily activities. Let's say uh, when Kobe Bryant passed away, that was a notable news item earlier this year, but that didn't affect people's things. There was a day or a few days uh, heavy feeling sad and then there was the memorial but people were still doing their stuff on the other hand in this key moment which is a very key moment especially in each country one by one when the virus epidemic is hitting there is not a way to just have it be a compartmentalized element it is branching through 
all sectors of society, and it has a weight, a heavy weight attached to it. A lot of decisions are being made. Way more decisions are being made uh, this week, last week, next week, than a month ago, two months ago, three months ago, four months ago, five months ago, six months ago. Those look like casual time compared to this moment. Every once in a while, there are these key moments, and this one just happens to be global. So this is probably the largest... No, this would be the largest human-based moment ever as far as the billions of people taking part in the similar struggle. Sort of together, but still in each country separately. Now, let me think about this. This is a show, so what is something I can bring to it that's different than some how someone else would describe the scenario? Well, two things. One of them is... In life, no matter what your perspective is, it's always going to be different than others. You automatically set yourself apart because your life comes out different than others. But, and you have so many different experiences. Also, though, you can add on top of that. You can add on top of that. So, for example, I could add a lot of pizzazz. I could add some uh, flair or lightness about the situation. That's one thing I do bring to it. I don't give it so much heavy weight. I do actually, but I don't like to present that because it doesn't contribute. If I make it seem like it's more heavy to those who I talk to or share a moment with, then I've just taken a bit of their energy. And the next person, I take a bit of their energy. And it's not my style to reduce. I like to leave people more alive than when I left, than when I met them. So that they can go about their day with even more energy, more future joy, more of a sense of what they're about. That's what I like to bring. So bringing heaviness is not a great way to do that. It doesn't lend itself to the the other person jumping up like, oh, that is really heavy. And now to my productivity list. It's not likely. So if I can make light of things, for example, this the main part of this pandemic could be not so heavy in two months' time. Maybe in two months' time, our world is looking back at certain elements as though they are within control or the numbers are more manageable or there's more of all the machines that are needed for patients whatever it might be there's a good chance that two months from now it's like that now will there be some just absolute overwhelm coming within a week two weeks and right now slash the last week in some places as well, like Italy and Spain. Yes, stopping the numbers when they're already on the way is not easily doable. They're on the way. It's like throwing up a ball and then expecting to be able to slow it down on its descent without touching it. 
I'm not sure if that's a good analogy, but when things are on the way, they're on the way. If you throw a boomerang, it boomerangs back. That's part of the deal you make when you throw the boomerang. And that's an analogy right there. People know me for my analogies. No, they don't know me for that. Who knows what people know me for? All I can do is do my part, create content, share, and let people think about what they know me for. And also in this life, so few people even think of you. They are often thinking of themselves. Because that's what kept us alive the whole time. I am always glad for all the things that people are doing. It's what kept everything going this whole time. So even if I can't relate directly with most of the world often, I know that there's the parts that everybody does, there's the part that I bring to the table, and they both function here. They both function here. So that's a good one. Now, one other thing. So, because of the virus and things being shut down, gyms are a category of life that has been shut down. I go to the gym regularly, maintaining fitness. What has this led to? Me going straight to the mountain. Because with the mountain, you can stay a distance away from people. You can do your exercises, running, some push-ups if desired, stretch, move around. It's in nature. There's a lot of benefits to it. Lately, there's been some rains. There's little creeks going on. The plants, it's actually kind of almost springtime, winter, spring. It's a great time to be there. It's a relaxing moment. You can get away from society and the various amount of news. Because with a lot of the news, it updates you. But you can't do anything with it, about it. You can understand it, but it's not like if I find out about eight more cases of the virus in my local area that I could suddenly go flip a lever, build a new factory, ship the product to the whatever it is. It's only informative. An entrepreneur could make use of the opportunity or a biotech executive or epidemiologists, some people in the field, healthcare workers, but they already know the numbers. It's not that world-changing to get the news. So going into nature, it clears your mind of such, and you're with the earth, and there's trees, and not much has changed in the mountain. There's rocks, there's trees, there's plants. It's refreshing, and it's stable. So that's a great place for a lot of individuals to go at this time. It doesn't have some of the free weights and heavy weights of the gym, some of the machines, the way things are set up, but it does have a lot of positives. A lot of positives that you don't get at the gym, actually. So that's worth keeping in mind. A lot of changes happening rapidly. I have to point out that the person that is most quickly responsive to changes, I think that's a big part of being smart, is responsiveness. Because sometimes if you see somebody who's instantly responsive, you look highly at them. 
because it looks like they are adapting to changes readily. So that's a good item to emulate. When something happens to you, boom, what do you do? Bam, ba boom, bam, bam. You could solve the issue within minutes, days, hours, versus weeks, months, years, or not even doing it because you put it off. One of them looks smart. One of them doesn't look great and leaves you stopped. It's like a poor computer program. You wouldn't reuse that program if you had it. You want to be the computer program that just takes in input, goes, solves, sends out output, next. And is, it's not stopped, also it's not panicked. It's just functional. It keeps functioning. That's what you would want to emulate. Functional in nature is the desire, is the goal. One good thing about when I have an episode by myself is I get to relay messages in my usual way that I think about them, which is full thought and then boom, next thing, which is somewhat connected, but a separate full thought. They all connect in a bigger network, but it's not as linear as a news story, most documentaries, most stories or the way that most people talk. I just don't do that. I like to go from a solid description to the next one. And there's a link, but sometimes I don't even provide the link for the listener. I hope that they get it or see it. And, well, and also it's a bit of a filter because those who I would get along with most of the time, can fill in that gap, the gap of life. Now, one impact, did I mention this already? I think I mentioned, but if not, the socialization is going to be heavily reduced during this period because uh, we're supposed to distance. And so relationships, very few will be formed these next two months in the way that uh, would bring people heavily close together with a new person who would have been a stranger. It's not really the opportunity for that. And for some, it was already challenging beforehand. And now with this virus in the air and people distancing, that's not a great scenario for person to meet potential partner or uh, individual to share moments with because both are like, well, we can't touch each other and it's a good time to keep space and they wouldn't even get to that point. Few people even talk to strangers or reach out that much anyway and that's being curtailed heavily in this current moment. So I feel for my collective humanity and... May it return within who knows. Nobody really knows, but there are guesses. Within some number of months to something like that. Now, is it going to return to where it was like five years ago? I don't think so. There's some shifts that are happening in society where it almost feels like there was a moment 
And then the rug was pulled out from underneath where that moment cannot be revisited. And then there's a new moment. And it's not as good in some ways. But then in some other ways, it's good, like in a new good way for someone in the current moment to adapt to it. This is how time progresses. It never repeats in full. It repeats elements. But 2020 doesn't look like 1986, doesn't look like 1920, doesn't look like 1840. There's similar stuff. There's stuff that repeats in parts. But the whole thing? No. Each year, each moment, each week is different in elements after elements. In the same way, the two people are always different. There's nobody who had any anything even close to all the various experiences that I had. Even somebody that was with me most of the time would have had their own experiences, their own personality attached to it, other parts of their life I wasn't a part of. Completely different stories. Each person is an amalgamation of so much that is not shared with any other person on the planet. We are snowflakes, as they call snow sometimes. Back to the virus. How much do I want to talk about the virus? A certain amount, but it is occurring. It's transfer. We are cautious about it. There's an, a not knowing period. And then at some point, I don't know how far away, there will be a knowing period. People are much more inclined towards the knowing period because uncertainty just scares oodles upon oodles of my fellow people. They do not like uncertainty. I think it's the worst possible thing. They will fill in stories, watch stories, watch movies, whatever it is, to avoid that kind of uncertainty. And then there's a select few that are fine with uncertainty and or ambiguity and they usually run things in some capacity a lot of them are in leadership roles what would make this episode have a little bit more liveliness to it well actually it has had liveliness but what would give it some sort of pizzazz or something different should i do a wrap of some form i will give it a quick poem Here's a sonnet. No, some sort of poem. Uh, the earth is in a moment. We as people must come to own it. For letting it of its own devices will cause a lot of our DNA to get splices. It will be chopped up in the same way we don't want to be stopped up. And as you can see, being shut shut down is something we don't want now. But there has to be a period of stoppage before we can get to the toppage. And something else is the topic, the one where I brought it, which was this one, the virus in its entirety. It is global pandemic versus epidemic pan all over the place. Panacea is a complete solution to something. So we have the opposite of that. Similar to the opposite. 
pandemic. Now, what is up? Uh, did I already mention a positive? Yes, I mentioned a positive outcome within some weeks, months, time. But for the current moment, there's a lot of just pause. And it'll take a real focused individual. Oh, this was one other thing I wanted to bring up in this episode. It will take a real focused individual to do well in this scenario. Obviously, there's people looking to make financial profit in this scenario. But what about those who want to build creators, who want to write things, read things, make things? There is an opportunity there, but it has to be very well structured. Because there's less motivation from society. When the economy slows down, everybody has more of an inclination to slow down. There's less going on. There's less serendipity. There's less working with people that who want to work with you right away. They might have to take care of some other thing. It's not so smooth. The economy is not booming. It's slowed down. It is a collective slowdown of consciousness and movement. So... The efficiency is dropped. For you to maintain some level of efficiency of your own, you have to have real structure and momentum. You have to say, I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do this and this, and you have to be your own propelling force. If I want to put out this episode, it's going to have to be more of me than it would have been two months ago. Two months ago, it would have been more smooth. Okay, I'll record, boom, bam. Now it's a bit more effort. There's a bit more resistance. Uh, way more, in fact. There's way less serendipity with new guests. There's way less a lot. So then it's more on you. The responsibility what is lighter in good times and heavier in rough times. So those few that are built tough don't change too much in these times. Those few who are not built that tough they, there's a stoppage at this time. They weren't set up for this. And then things throw them off. They don't make the things they wanted to make. They don't do the things they wanted to do. They don't have enough power of will to make it happen without the extra momentum from the economy, society, other people, things happening, warmth that is shared with them, whatever it might be. It really separates person A from person B when these moments arrive. Oh, that's another thing I don't do in my podcast. I could make it more dramatic like they do on some of the shows. And the virus comes to all the people of the world. What will the world do when it shows up at your doorstep knocking, knock, knock, knock? Who's there? Hi, it's me. The corona virus and i am going to infect your mucous membranes from in your face and go to your throat and then to your lungs what will what will the response be from the collective humanity and how will that pandemic be curtailed coming soon so some sort of description like that would be the case there's very little you can do to present a thing that people are all worried about and panicked regarding in a light form 
or there's not much room. When things are going well, you get way more wiggle room from society. When things are not going well, you can easily offend this group, that group. You know, this is suddenly a social faux pas. That is a, you cross the line because people are running closer to empty in their social give than when things are good. When things are good, there's more like, oh, all right, whatever that is. Let that guy say what they're going to say or let that person do what they're going to do. It's not as big of a deal. When there's a crunch, it, it gets harder to bring a variety or your own message. It's resisted. Which is a good thing also, if you think about it, because that means it was always there. Your ability to do variety and say whatever you feel like and make jokes is predicated on others already doing well. So it's worth keeping that reality in mind. If they weren't doing well, it's not like your personality would be accepted then. So then when they are accepting your personality, part of that is coming from, well, life is already good. It's like an in spite of that. You're being liked in spite of that versus for that quality. Hope I didn't get too esoteric or obscure there. What do I want to close this episode on? A lot of it has been about the virus and its impacts on society. It's a big part of the moment. That's the main focus I wanted to bring to it. I haven't even mentioned that on this episode before because it wasn't such a big issue as of yet when I did the last episode. And I had already recorded the other one a while back. So there has been a period of time for this to develop. The message I'll close this episode with is you want you want reality to shape itself according to an image you have of it. But that's not how it works. And maybe you would most benefit from your vision of reality matching what you see versus what you thought it would have been today even though it's not i'll close it up there if you hear this episode all the way through to where i'm talking right now leave some sort of rating or well you can't comment on this one on youtube it won't be on youtube no video associated with this episode you could like it on itunes whatever thing you use to check this you could leave a heart on it or whatever signals good towards it feel free to do that boom we'll close it up there this has been episode number 253 of the Armin Show podcast. I think that's a prime number. Let me check. It's 2143. Pretty sure it's a prime number. And until next time, you know what we are.
because I've said it before, and we're bringing it back. We are out.